Rock, the musical, lands in Newcastle July 18th. Get ready to stick it to the man with the ultimate musical thrill ride based on the legendary film and with a rockin' new score from Andrew Lloyd Webber. School of Rock, the musical. Book now. Live at the Civic Theatre, Newcastle, 18th and the 20th of July. Your trusted source for local breaking news and what to make of it all. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning. It is Mark Glanville, MG, who is the General Manager of the Newcastle Rugby League. Good morning and how are the grounds looking so far, MG? Good morning, Trace. And yeah, at this day it's not too bad because we haven't had too much rain. So fingers crossed that will be the case, yes. Now, before we go any further into the local league, what did you think of last night? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, the Knights were certainly in it for a while. There was a, a dodgy decision, I believe. <sighs> so uh, dodgy. Video ref made mm. on the call for that try where I believe it was a uh, obstruction. Mm. I can't believe that the video ref got that wrong. And that was really a turning point for mm. the Knights. And they, well, I guess the Broncos went on for there and, and won pretty comfortably in the end. There was another decision that was a bit dodgy as well. I can't... It was a Knights try that was disallowed. Did you think it should have been disallowed or did you think he regathered the ball? No, I thought he regathered the ball. Mm. So, yeah, look, that's a big turnaround, isn't it? Mm. You, they, you put those two... There, yeah. it, it could have totally changed the way that that game... You know, if that obstruction had been called properly and if that try had have been given, you're looking at a totally different game. You're looking at totally different momentum. And the way that the Newcastle Knights started... MG, was just so impressive. That was the Knights of old. Yeah, it was indeed. I mean, and they had to show that, really, because they've been disappointing, for, especially at home, for the last five or six weeks. Mm. So, you know, it was terrific that they came out and really played like that. But unfortunately, come the second half, it was mm. Brisbane who came out. and They obviously got a rev up at half-time mm. from Kevin Walters, and, you know, they came out and they were a different side in that second half. We are surprised at how well they played without Adam Reynolds because I actually, I changed my tip. When I found out at five o'clock that Adam Reynolds was out, I, uh, I changed my tip. I went, I went back to the Knights because I thought there was no way the Knights were going to get over the Broncos. You know, the, they won yep. against the Bulldogs who were bottom of the ladder. Um, you know, I really thought that with Adam Reynolds out that the Bulldogs side would uh, not implode, but they, they wouldn't have the, the structure that they, uh, that they did last week. Were you surprised at how well they played? Yeah, to a degree, although they have been playing really well for the last few weeks. You know, I think they have now won five in a row. So, mm. yeah, look, they've been playing really well, and obviously Adam Reynolds has been part of that. But well, I think now the fact that they've got so much confidence in their you know, belief as a team, and even if Adam's out, then mm. I think the confidence that they've got, they can, they can beat anyone on their day. Yeah, look, absolutely. And that's the confidence the Newcastle Knights need to get back. Um, you know, the, yeah. the capitulation in that second half was, uh, I, I must admit, I just went, I can't watch this any longer. <laughs> we're, not, yeah. we're not coming back. I'm, I'm done. I had the last probably 15 minutes. And, you know, as you said, those two decisions, if we if they go with the Knights, then totally different ball game. The Knights have got momentum and, you know, who knows what could have happened. Mm. Oh, well, that's all right. Another, another game over and done with. Now, listen, uh, obviously we had the, uh, the washout last weekend and some incredible results. The Macquarie Scorpions, I mean, you and I, we thought that they'd, that they'd beat them at, they beat Curry at home, if I can speak this morning. But 30 yes. to nil, wow. 
Yeah, pretty impressive performance from uh, the Scorps. And, uh, you know, they're just showing that they'll be right up there come the final series at the end of the year. So um, Curry, unfortunately, been disappointing. They've had a few players out. Hopefully got a few more back this weekend. But, uh, yeah, no doubt Curry are struggling at the moment. And just to uh, to give you quickly the other games, uh, 16 Souths uh, over the entrance, 12, and Central 22 over the Ruse, 14. The top four at the moment, uh, MG, looks very interesting. It's uh, it's Maitland on top, of course, then the Butcher yeah. Boys, then Souths, and then the Macquarie Scorpions. That's not a top four we would have picked at the beginning of the season. No, you're right there. And, uh, you know, I think a couple of those sides are really performed better than we thought they would be. Um, but it's a really t- tight uh, competition. I think I saw there were seven teams that are, make, are capable of making the top mm-hmm. eight. Um, uh, sorry, the top five. So really, really going well. <laughs> the one that still stuns me, and, and the same, I spoke to Charlie Haggard about it last year as well. Number 10, Western Suburbs Rosellas, played seven, no points, no wins, seven losses. That's... Wow, mate, it is a rebuilding year. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, it is indeed. And look, I know um, the Rosellas have sort of said that they're going to concentrate on building the junior base, making sure that they come through uh, and they'll have some strong juniors coming through, which they've got, no doubt, a really strong junior base and a big junior base to draw mm. on. So they're going to spend their money on developing those mm. junior players so that it's not going to cost them too much. And hopefully then they're going to spend, mm. well, they said they're going to spend money on the Knights and the Knights Women's Rugby League, etc. So making us uh, or making them as strong as they can be. Yeah, and look, as you know, as West supporters, you know, you've just got to sit back and understand that this 12 months is about rebuilding. It's about getting the squad right. It's about learning who's underneath these squads and who's going to come through as the stars of the future. You've just got to deal with it. It's just going to be a wooden spoon year, and we that's how it is. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's it's a tough year for West, unfortunately. They're going to go through that. But in saying that, they've got plenty to look forward to in the next coming years. Man, you should be in PR, MG. You, uh, you're just killing it. Each week I try and throw you on it, and I never get you, do I? No, no, no. <laughs> I've got to remain neutral. You do. I've, I've known you for too long. I've known you for too long. I know when you're hedging. Um, now, look, it was also a fantastic weekend last weekend for our uh, our representative side. You must have been very pleased with the results out of there. Yeah, it was indeed. I mean, um, we, I went down to Canberra. Um, and, yeah, look, it was the 20s were really great. Um, they showed some terrific form and there's some ter- terrific players within that, that squad. And, you know, in our under-19s that are coming through for for the senior clubs uh, for the first grade you know, down the track. Mm. Um, so they really uh, they put a number on camera. It was 26 to 6. And then our seniors came out, and it was quite a tight affair, actually. I think it was pretty close at half-time. Um, wasn't much in it. And then, uh, in the end, uh, the Newcastle Rebels senior side ended up running away with it to win 28-16. How did young Master Glanville play? Yeah, pretty good. He was out of position playing in the centres, but he managed to try and... Uh, I thought he did pretty well. Oh, God, you're a good dad, aren't you? God, I love you. God, I love you. Okay, well, let's get on to uh, to this weekend's round. Uh, after your vote, you need to get along to the Newcastle Rugby League uh, this weekend. That's my tip for the weekend. Get out and vote, and then go and vote with your feet at the uh, at the local league. The Wyong Roos are taking on the Macquarie Scorpions, 3 o'clock at Murray Breen Oval. Surely it's got to be the Scorps, doesn't it? Yeah, you'd think so. So they've got a really good team, obviously, and... Uh, 
they've been playing exceptionally well. That big win over Curry last week. Um, and Wine will be tough, certainly down there at home. But um, I think Macquarie can get away with this one. I really hope so because they're playing so well. It's just great to see the Scorps playing well. It uh, it really is. Now uh, our other game on uh, on Saturday three o'clock. It is the Rosellas at home to uh, to Lakes. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think we even really need to talk about this one, do we? <laughs> well, probably not. But I think Lakes United will continue to win that one. And unfortunately for the Rosellas, they'll uh, remain at the bottom of the table, mm. undefeated. Um, sorry, without a win. I was going to say they're not under. They're undefeated with the no wins. Only Tracy and Mark could say that. Now, the game of the round, as far as I'm concerned, and I'm sure it is as far as you're concerned as well, it's the Maitland Pickers taking on Souths. It is at uh, Maitland number one sports ground, three o'clock kickoff. This is going to be an absolutely cracker of a game. Yeah, it will be. Uh, I mean, Maitland undefeated. Souths are playing really well at the moment. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be an interesting match to see how they go. I mean, obviously... uh, Maitland of the benchmark mm. certainly for this season and um, it'll be interesting to see where Souths are in relation to them when they play on uh, on Saturday. It'll really be a test of Souths won't it because uh, you know they've been playing really really well and uh, but this is the big test this is uh, they're coming against uh, the top of the table you know as you said Maitland are undefeated they are playing some beautiful football it really is going to be a test for Souths. Yeah, well, indeed. Um, so, you know, we'll be interested to see where Souths are at with regards to that. It'll also be a test for Maitland, you mm-hmm. know, coming up against Souths, who, are, as you said, they're, they're playing some pretty good football at the moment. So Maitland haven't been challenged by too many teams, so it'll be interesting to see where they're at as well with mm-hmm. regards to Souths. It is the Entrance Tigers taking on the Goennas on Sunday, 3 o'clock uh, down there on the entrance, at the entrance. Um, what do you think? This is going to be an interesting one. I uh, Yeah, I'm not sure on this, MG. Yeah, a bit of a toss of the coin. Yeah. This one. I, although I was down at the entrance last weekend, so that uh, that was our feature match, the entrance and south. Uh, and again, that was a really tight affair. So the entrance got some big boppers in their four pack. Um, and I think... They'll actually just get over the top of Cessna, and again, another close one. And look, when you have a look at the table, you know the entrants still have a game, uh, a game in hand, don't they? Yeah, they do indeed. Mm. Um, a couple of teams do. So, mm. um, for the washouts that were in round one, and I'll be making up those. I think it's on uh, the weekend of the twenty third and twenty fourth of July. But yeah, so they they need to continue on mm. their winning ways. They're going to challenge in that top five spot. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're further up the ladder than what the what the points actually show, but uh, obviously with that yeah. game in hand. Now, the final match for uh, for the round is Sunday at 3 o'clock, St John Oval, home of the Butcher Boys, taking on Curry. The Butcher Boys have got to get this one, don't they? It's got to be a major reversal in form for Curry to win. Yeah, you'd think so, although they are getting a few blokes back. So uh, they won't be, I don't think, a big pushover, but mm-hmm. Central are really playing with confidence at the moment. Uh, they've got a good team. They haven't got too many out injured. And I think Central will win this reasonably com- comfortably anyway. Now, look, I have been... Uh, I was talking to Pete Jolly, who's uh, who's doing the uh, Newcastle Rugby League podcast with you. It's yep. going really well, MG. I know this week you've got... Uh, Richard Jones, um, former footballer, obviously, but now CEO of the Westpac Rescue Helicopter. Sounds like a great chat. Uh, how's the podcast going? Yeah, really good, actually. So I'm getting some good uh, good feedback from the public on it and, and plenty of listeners. And, you know, as you mentioned, we had Richard Jones. We spoke with Richard Jones. So the, that was on uh, Wednesday. The podcast is up and on uh, Facebook. It's on the um, 
on our web page as well. So we also spoke with uh, Maitland coach Matt Lantry. Um, so yeah, worth jumping on and having a listen to those. So, and Richard Jones doing a terrific job, obviously, for the last 20 odd years at the Westpac Rescue Helicopter. And, um, and he's a terrific bloke as well and was a great footballer in his day. He was, wasn't he? I mean, he's still dining out on those days, but uh, he was a, he was a very good footballer. Yeah, don't tell him I said that. Um, he was a very, very good footballer. And I don't think people, if you don't know your rugby league and you haven't followed it, you wouldn't know that uh, that Richard was as good as he was. No, that's right. Uh, he was a hooker. Uh, I was lucky enough to play with Jonesy down at St George when I was down there. Um, Jonesy won a couple of premierships in the lower grades there and... Uh, just a terrific mm. fella and a great uh, footballer as well. Yep. Any ideas on who uh, who next week's podcast is going to be? Have you uh, are you that forward in advance planning? Uh, we are, but I uh, I'll have to ask Pete on that. He's got all the details. <laughs> he turns up and and let's and you just yeah. go yeah. I love it. I love it. No, look, it sounds great. I've really been enjoying uh, the first two weeks of it. So if you do want to have a listen to, uh, it's Mark Glanville and uh, and sports journo Peter Jolly, who many people would know over many years from uh, various different media organisations. It is a great podcast. It's fabulous. It's very local. It's uh, it's everything that we're all about, MG. It's about uh, talking about the locals and the local league. That's what it's about. Yeah, that's right. And the good thing about it is that we've got someone on there from each club just talking about what they're doing or what's coming up for them this week, etc. It doesn't have to be on the football field, but it's talking about what the actual club are doing behind the scenes and, and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it's worth jumping on and listening to. Yeah, definitely. And is it about um, you know, making people feel a connection with, with, the, uh, with their local teams? Is it about letting them know who these people are and who's playing for them? Is that the real ethos behind it? Yeah, to agree. I mean, it's just trying to get people back involved with mm. their club and you know, um, get an understanding of what's happening there. They might want to join, become a volunteer for the club, mm. whatever it is. Um, but it's just about getting involved and getting people to the game. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you, my friend. You have a wonderful weekend. I really hope it doesn't rain and I hope you uh, you get every one of your uh, your games off. Don't forget to vote. I've already done my vote. Oh! Got it the other way with early. I wish I had done that. I kept saying I'm going to pre-poll, I'm going to pre-poll, and of course it's now Friday and I haven't done that. Yeah, it yeah. is true. Oh, okay. you got a battle on Saturday with you, trying to get amongst the crowds there to vote. Oh, fun and games, fun and games. Well, listen, as I said, stay safe. Have a wonderful weekend, my friend. Uh, best of luck with the round. I hope it's. Uh, I hope there's a few upsets. I'd love to see a few upsets this weekend. But, uh, yeah, don't tell any of the clubs I said that because I am the kiss of death anyway. Thank uh, you, my yeah. friend. Stay safe. We'll talk next week. Will do. Thanks again, Trey. Thanks, mate. Bye. That is Mark Glanville, who is the general manager of the Newcastle Rugby League, and he is doing an absolutely fantastic job. And if you are a rugby league fan, if you do get out and support the Newcastle Knights, if you're part of the uh, the many tens of uh, thousands that were there last night, please get out and also show your support for the local league. That is where the Newcastle Knights of the future come from. That's where the NRL stars will be. Watch them go through their career. We used to watch uh, Brett Kamali, the you know the Kamali brothers come through, the Johns brothers come through. I can remember watching all of those guys come through the local league and uh, please get out and support it because it really does need uh, need our help and assistance and Mark Lamville is just doing a fabulous, fabulous job. With over nine decades of combined media experience, Tracy Mack and Michael Blaxland bring you a smart, fast-paced morning of news and entertainment with special guests and major newsmakers for your morning fix. Join Tracy Mack for Newcastle in the Morning, weekdays from 9, only on Newcastle Live.